Welcome to the Partnership Podcast, your guide to what's happening in the UK funeral profession. And right now, there is a lot happening. On top of COVID-19 and the CMAs at need work, it's a vital time for pre-need regulation. The Funeral Planning Authority has laid down expectations for the entire pre-need sector. Meeting those expectations is a journey the entire sector has to make over the coming months. In doing so, We also have to be gearing up for future regulation from the Financial Conduct Authority, which is coming very soon. The FCA expects major companies like Golden Charter to be the first to apply when regulation takes effect, and that could mean applying as early as next June. What that means today is that our contracts with sellers need to be put in place now. That's why many of you have received Golden Charter's Funeral Director Agreement, which we are rolling out to everyone who sells our plans. The agreement formalises the relationship you have with Golden Charter as currently set out in each funeral plan's terms and conditions and sets us all up for life under the current FPA rules and code of practice and for future FCA regulation. Today we're going to explain the agreement by talking to one of those independent funeral directors who have already signed their agreement about what it means for him, how he approached and examined the agreement itself and how he sees the wider profession shaping up as regulation starts to impact us all. So, I'm delighted to welcome Ed Poole today of AJ Selman in Cannock. Afternoon, Ed. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Malcolm. How are you? I'm good. It is a Friday after all. So, let's let's start, first of all, with, you know, I suppose from your perspective, how do you feel about the introduction of strengthened FPA regulation for the funeral plan market generally? Um, I feel comforted by it. Over the, the course of the last 10 years, there's been a lot of new entrants coming into the industry, uh, and some of them, unfortunately, have brought it into disrepute. Um, and this gives, gives me confidence that with the introduction of the strengthened FPA uh, and, and the future FCA regulation, the yeah. At least as funeral directors, we'll all be operating within the same parameters. Um, and hopefully this will obviate the, the horror stories that the likes of ITV and some leading newspapers have used to broadcast and, and, and publish you know, horrible stories, which is, hasn't done our industry any good at all. I feel when I came into the, uh, when I started out as a, as a funeral director, the funeral director was given a lot of esteem by, by, by the public. Yeah. Um, but they've been bombarded with a lot of not very nice press, and mm-hmm. um, that that watered that esteem down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that press is very one-sided. Uh, I, I feel, and I think that um, a strengthened FPA uh, and, and, and regulation will just help balance that. I get it. Thank you, Ed. Um, and what does this mean for you and your business specifically then? And I'm interested, you know, from a business perspective, how you feel about actually signing up to the agreement? Well, I'm sure we'll talk about the, you know, the, the detail of, of the agreement a little bit later on. But mm-hmm. in terms of signing the agreement, not a lot has changed. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I used to play a lot of rugby uh, and a, a a coach of mine said something which has stuck with me uh, throughout my life. If you train as you always train, you'll play as you always play. We have always given our clients, uh, we've made them aware of of their rights, that they can cancel the funeral plan, um, that 
golden charters fees, different methods of payment, giving them options. Um, so we're just doing what we've done before and carrying on. Yeah, we've been going for 150 years, and we've been going for 150 years for a reason. Um, and I just feel that knowing that all funeral directors that sell funeral funds will have to sign this agreement or something similar, they're going to have to do it. <laughs> We're all going to be on a, I don't know, dare I say, is this quite a topical thing to say, uh, you know, a level playing field? Yeah. Yeah, understand. So uh, my next question was really around the industry then. Do, do you think the industry will benefit from increased regulation? Yes, because I, I, I think it will give the public more confidence um, in in what we do. Uh, and hopefully some of that esteem will be restored. Yeah, sure. Okay. And if we just turn it around for a moment then, how do you feel about responsibility being placed on funeral plan providers to be held accountable for the behaviours of funeral directors and third-party sellers in terms of selling plans? I think initially, um, ultimately, that that gives me confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, I I know with um, the likes of Golden Charter, they've got a specialist compliance team. And them having the responsibility means that the guidance for how we conduct ourselves and what we've signed up, up for, it limits the deviation. Yeah. There could be, because if you had a set of principles or guidelines that were published by SAFE or the NAFD, mm-hmm. um, then that's open to interpretation, whereas this is quite clear for, for how funeral directors should, con- should conduct themselves. I can fully understand why perhaps first hearing that uh, a penal director might object to it because you know we all own our our own business Indeed, you, uh, a benefit of having your own business is you work for yourself and signing the agreement you could interpret it, it's it's ceding a little bit of control of your business which doesn't sit well with a small business owner however if you've got nothing to hide it shouldn't be an issue because you know what what what's been insured within this is that there isn't any detriment to the uh, to the plant holder. Indeed, uh, <laughs> and as long as you've been upfront and honest with them, yeah, there shouldn't be an issue at all. Golden Charter aren't, aren't going to come in um, again as long as there isn't any detriment and tell you how to conduct a funeral, who to hire, um, what you can charge. Um, we won't. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and I think just over, you know, we've been with Golden Charter for, for many years. Um, I've got a lot of confidence in um, in the staff there and, and benefited uh, greatly from their expertise. So, in a nutshell, it gives me confidence. Okay. Thank you, Ed. Um, and that's brought us nicely on to uh, the, the, the customer themselves. So, do you believe the strength and rules will protect customers? And, and in what way will your families down there in Canada and future customers be protected? Um, well, I think, it, I think it protects people interested in taking out a funeral plan from road funeral directors. Um, there are some people uh, or, or, or some funeral plan providers out there that I think bombard for prospective clients. And, um, it will eradicate that. And you know, this agreement is making sure that the client is informed, that yeah. they have a choice, that they're aware of their rights, uh, and to assure them that their data will be protected. 
Again, I, 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 I believe we've always done that with our clients. Uh, so not a lot is changing. But if if our client, as a result of reading about this regulation, uh, are assured by that, then I'd like to think that, that that will add to the peace of mind that they already have from taking out a funeral plan. I get that. Absolutely. Okay. So um, do you think, I, I was going to ask sort of why this then might be a good thing for your families. Do they necessarily need to be aware we've got this agreement, to your point, that you'll carry on doing what you've always done? I don't think that they necessarily do. Not all of them, but some of them might read about this in the in, in the paper and, and get that assurance. Just turning to the handbook, which was sort of rolled out in parallel with, with the actual agreement, will you be doing anything differently? I know you've talked about it's, it's what you've always done, but... The handbook seeks to sort of give you a bit more practical guidance on on how to apply some of what's in that agreement. So having seen the handbook, how useful do you think that will be to you and your staff? Uh, Well, I think the the handbook is quite straightforward. Uh, I I think it's a benefit to me because when involving other other staff members with, with funeral planning, I can hand that to them. You know, they can they can absorb that in their own time, so it helps me with with the training. Um, I think the handbook clearly sets the the framework that that, that we can work within, uh, yeah. and, and I hope that, that the handbook, like you know, part of the agreement is that um, you know all marketing material must be be agreed with with Golden Charter. You could look at that as in like right, well, that's going to in, inhibit me with what I do. I actually see, uh, and this is what I've always done with Golden Charter, um, it it might force some people to have a marketing conversation with Golden Charter and make them realise the, the broad um, spectrum of expertise there are for them to exploit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. benefit from. No, look, that's a good point. And that's one of the things we, we do try and promote through our business managers around the UK. They are very much there to act as a conduit to access that marketing expertise. So that's a good point. Thank you. Um, now, if, if I may, if I could just turn to the process, because as you can imagine, we, we have over a thousand funeral director businesses that sell our plans throughout the UK. So this has been, uh, you know, quite a carefully planned exercise. What's been your experience of signing the actual agreement and how do you understand the support uh, that's been provided just in terms of the process you went through to the point you signed it? Well, if I come back to initially when I read the document, yeah, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> right, okay. But then to, to be fair to the, to the document, any legal agreement that I've ever signed on reading it first time, I haven't liked it. I think a legal document can be, on the first read, come across as quite threatening because ultimately setting out, this is what we expect from you. This is what we'll do. And if you breach the agreement, this is what the consequences will be. And initially, on the first read, that's threatening. Coming back to what I said earlier, as a small business owner in charge of my own destiny, the, the, the thought of having my wings clipped on that doesn't sit particularly well. But then when you look at things in the broader context uh, and what's happened in the marketplace, uh, the reputation of the industry, I'd like to think everybody would agree with me that this is what's needed and um, it's going to happen anyway. 
and it, you know the agreement with the CMA is going to probably be a lot more legally loaded. Yeah, there were, there were just a couple of things uh, initially within the agreement that I I wanted to ask further questions. I was going to ask you that, Ed. Um, if, if with those specifics, how how were those handled for you in terms of answering any specific points or concerns you had? But in terms of handling the points, um, you know, my area manager dealt with those those very well. Um, they were dealt with quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a detailed response back, um, and um, I was happy to sign after that. And just out of interest, did you consider taking legal advice, or were you happy having read the document and had your questions answered? I, I'm I'm quite confident reading legal legal document. Um, and um, I didn't feel that I've, I needed to refer that to a solicitor. I, I've, I've been involved with, with solicitors um, in, in many areas for, for, throughout my life. Uh, all good. I've never violated the law, I, should, I promise you. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm used to the, the jargon and the lingo and following the the pattern of a legal document and how it relates uh, you know backwards and forth yeah sure okay thank you um so just turning back to the customer for a moment what stands out with you about our approach the golden charter approach to upholding the commitment to do the right thing for customers which is at the heart of this agreement as i said earlier it, it, it is it is just making sure that um all people directly with golden charter inform customers, yeah. give them choice, make them aware of their rights, and you know, give them peace of mind that their data is going to be stored and, and dealt with correctly. I don't know what other plan providers are, are, are doing, but just just subjectively thinking, uh, you know, I know what's coming with the FCA, uh, and I feel that Golden Charter are being proactive to prepare us for, for that environment in a couple of years' time. Sure. Okay, thank you, Ed. And look, finally, if I asked you for, for a sentence or two to describe your confidence in Golden Charter's approach here and, and sort of partnership we have, have with you, what would you say? Uh, two words, very confident. Thank you. Nice and succinct. <laughs> Ed, that's fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. And I do appreciate you joining me on a Friday afternoon. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Partnership Podcast. If you have any questions we haven't covered here, whether you have received the agreement already or want to find out more about it, your local Golden Charter business manager can help. As always, you can contact me on malcolm.flanders at goldencharter.co.uk with any suggestions or requests for the podcast and get our entire back catalogue at goldencharter.buzzsprout.com or on any podcast app. Graham McCausland, the FPA's chief executive, spoke to us in the summer about the changes he's made which led to the agreement being created, and his episode is available among our archive online. Subscribing to us on an app will let you download episodes and listen to them offline whenever you like. We want these podcasts to be as convenient as possible for you. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll talk to you again on the Partnership Podcast.